Here's a sobering stat. Uh, according to the Alzheimer's Society of Canada, more than 1 million Canadians are forecasted to be living with dementia by the end of 2030. And that figure is predicted to rise to 1.7 million people by 2050. And I said earlier on before the break that a lot of us look at our nightmares, we roll over and we think, well, that was strange and kind of off-putting, but we fall back asleep. Our researchers suggest you may want to pay attention to your nightmares uh, not by trying to find the meaning in uh, the freak show that just happened in your head, but because researchers are looking into a pattern that people who have frequent bad dreams in middle age may actually experience a faster rate of cognitive decline and may be at higher risk of dementia as they get older. And we still don't know the cause of Alzheimer's. So maybe we need to start thinking differently. That's exactly what our next guest is doing. He thinks we need a new out-of-the-clump way of thinking about Alzheimer's. Here to talk about it, uh, Dr. Donald Weaver, co-director of the Kremble Brain Institute, part of the University Health Network. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Good to be here. So what do you mean by we need a new out-of-the-clump way of thinking about Alzheimer's? For the last 30 years... We've been thinking of Alzheimer's the exact same way, that there's this protein called beta amyloid. It's a bad protein. It clumps up. It, it, it aggregates. And when it does that, it starts to destroy the brain. Um, and, I mean, in theory, that's, that's a good way of thinking about it. But the bad side is, is that multiple attempts to make drugs that, that exploit this have totally failed. We still don't have a drug. So Alzheimer's is, is a disease that's in need of new ideas, uh, and I call them out-of-the-clump ideas, just different ways of seeing things that will open the doors to possibly new drugs in the future. Okay, so we need to stop thinking about attacking these amyloid um, proteins, and we need to start, um, I guess, questioning why they're there in the first place, and you might have an answer. Well, Traditionally, it's been thought that this amyloid protein is it's not supposed to be there, that it's bad, that it's being abnormally produced. I would argue quite the opposite, that amyloid is supposed to be in your head. It's normal and it's part of the immune system within your brain. But unfortunately, when it gets produced, it gets a, a little over anxious when it's trying to kill things off and starts to mistakenly kill brain cells. And that's why we tend to think of this as an autoimmune disease. Wow. When did you first uh, start to produce this theory that it could be Alzheimer's, could be an autoimmune disease? What tipped you off? Um, that's an excellent question. We've been, I mean, I've been working on Alzheimer's for more than 30 years now. And I mean, I, I did spend a lot of time um, working on the clump theory uh, and, uh, you know, seeing how it wasn't going. So, I mean, I sat back and uh, uh, just said, let's look at everything again all over, but with a you know, fresh way of thinking about it. And uh, one day it just sort of like, wow, you know, maybe it is supposed to be there and it's just an autoimmune disease. So that's what we've been working away at. Okay. So if it is supposed to be there, if we're supposed to have these mm -hmm. amyloid uh, yep. proteins uh, and they're reacting, uh, they're overreacting maybe yep. to yep. our brain, mm -hmm. it's because yep. they're correct me if I'm wrong, but mistaken, uh, the, the cell of a bacteria or an evade invading, um, uh, um, I guess virus in the brain as, uh, they're mistaking our brain cells as a virus or a disease. Is that exactly? So, uh, what we're saying is that, um, beta amyloid is part of the immune system. It's there to attack bacteria 
and other things that may appear within the brain. But unfortunately, it cannot differentiate between bacteria and brain cells. And so it goes out in kill mode to kill bacteria. But since it cannot differentiate that from a brain cell, it accidentally kills brain cells while it's doing its work. That is problematic because once they go, they're gone. Can you... Uh, can we look at other ways of finding, uh, you know, workarounds, forming neural, new neural pathways within existing areas of our brain? You well, know, for- yeah, good question. Good question. The, um, uh, you know, once you tend to have brain damage, trying to reverse that is particularly challenging. The approach of most drugs that are being developed for Alzheimer's is to stop the disease in its track. Um, and uh, so the sooner you can diagnose it, the sooner you can stop it, uh, and people will not continue to progress. So, you know, that, that is the, the ongoing notion about how we should be trying to develop drugs for Alzheimer's. Right. So if we are looking at your theory that mm-hmm. Alzheimer's could be an autoimmune uh, yep. disorder, if that's the case, would we then be looking for some early signs of the disease, early signs of the disorder, and attacking it that way before... Uh, the the autoimmune, uh, the, the antibodies start to attack our brain cells with these amyloids? Yes, yes. So, um, and it's not just with our theory, with all the current theories that are out there, the sooner diagnosed, the better, the sooner one can get in there and, and, and break the, the process, uh, the better off. And so certainly with our theory, uh, if one can diagnose it early, one would try to come up with drugs that are going to dampen down the immune system within the brain and mm-hmm. therefore, you know, prevent it from getting worse. Isn't that incredible how the immune system, it's there to work for us, but can actually work against us at times? It, yes, it is. I mean, there's a wide range of autoimmune diseases out there. Um, but, I, you know, I will point out that the brain is unique. It's different. And the immune system in the brain is not like the immune system in other parts of the body so that drugs which we would use for autoimmune diseases elsewhere probably are not going to work against Alzheimer's. So we're going to have to do more research into uh, this theory of yours and try and come up with drugs that would uh, work for Alzheimer's. Exactly. All right. What about the idea that, and I have seen this circulating online, I wonder if you could speak to this. It's not your theory, um, but it is a theory that Alzheimer's uh, disease could originate within the gut or could be connected to the gut. What do you know about that? Excellent idea, and uh, it's an exciting area that's going on. The gut microbiome, the bacteria in the gut produce various chemicals, and they can influence the brain. And in fact, um, Uh, I would like to think that some of the chemicals produced by uh, bacteria in the gut can dampen down the immune system in the brain. And so, in fact, our theory ties in uh, to this. Um, This is an exciting area. It's other people's uh, area. And I think that uh, it also is a very exciting and worthwhile contribution to the ever-changing ideas that we have about Alzheimer's disease. Yeah, the microbiome is a is an interesting thing, and it, I, I, there are a lot of people focusing on the microbiome. Yep. Should we start to look at our bodies? Have we been viewing our bodies all wrong as a different different systems and breaking down those systems and trying to focus on those systems when we really should be looking at our body as an ecosystem that everything is working together in order to keep us healthy. So when something breaks down within that ecosystem, it affects other systems. 
Well, I mean, I don't like to say that we've been looking at it wrong. I would like to say that our thinking about the body and how it works is changing. It's evolving as we get more knowledge and more information. And certainly this knowledge about the microbiome, uh, it's exciting and it's going to affect a wide range of diseases well beyond that of Alzheimer's. Okay, so people have been largely the medical world and researchers have been focused on these proteins, these amyloid proteins. How hard of how much of an uphill battle is it? to um, get them to come around to your thinking that that Alzheimer's could be an <laughs> autoimmune condition? Like, how, uh, how much heavy lifting do you have to do, Dr. Weaver? Uh, it's, a, it's a whole lot of heavy lifting. The... Um, uh, a lot of medical research tends to be fairly traditional and conservative. Uh, and, uh, you know, just one person with one idea, that's always interesting, but you need other labs to get on board, other labs to start looking at it uh, and to build momentum behind it. You know, and uh, as I mentioned, we're not the only one. There's lots of different theories out there, lots of new work coming. And I think this is an exciting time for Alzheimer's. It is an exciting time, and it's time to get down to uh, business because, as we heard uh, according to the Alzheimer's Society of Canada, one million Canadians are forecast to be living with dementia by the end of 2030. The figures predicted to rise to 1.7 million people by 2050. So I hope you got a good team behind you, doctor. I do. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been really an interesting conversation. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. Dr. Donald Weaver is co-director of the Crimble Brain Institute, uh, part of the University Health Network, thinks that we're looking at Alzheimer's all the wrong way. We need to think out of the box or think out of the clumps, as he likes to put it. Hopefully we've got a lot of good people uh, working on this because those stats are dizzying.